Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Mela Show, episode number one. This is Q, aka Lobo Rican, uh, bringing you some E3 uh, hopes and fears. Uh, we decided to uh, do uh, an E3 show since E3 is right around the corner, and basically everyone else has their predictions out there. So my hope today is not to do a prediction show. That is not what we want. Uh, if you want full, thorough prediction, comment, uh, commentaries, and content, I would go over to like psvg.blog, B-L-O-G. Uh, the Play Some Video Games crew over there that I'm part of, they we have developed some great podcasts on uh, episodes on on E3 predictions. So if you want full predictions that you know take into account each developer and each platform and all those things, then go over there and listen to their shows. I recently recorded the Ubisoft one that hit the air, uh, I think today, uh, Saturday or yesterday, Friday. So go check those out. Uh, what I want to do in this first episode of play, the Pixel Melee Show is to go over some E3 hopes and fears. These are the the things that if they're handled well, uh, it will make this E3 amazing. And if they're handled poorly, then I will be sad. Um, so that being said, like I said, this I'm not gonna tackle every single prediction out there. I'm, I'm tackling you know five or six. Uh, hopes and fears going into E3 2018. Um, so let's get started. Uh, Pokemon RPG on the Switch. Um, obviously, this has been a recent topic of conversation since Nintendo, uh, during the Nintendo Direct uh, or whatever that was, they basically mentioned that they're developing a Pokemon game for the Switch that is more along the lines of an RPG game. Uh, I believe yesterday, uh, the Nintendo United Kingdom UK website began allowing people to sign up for news alerts for Pokemon on the Switch. Uh, games that uh, that hopefully will will be truer to the mobile version of Pokemon that we're used to, going back to the red, green, and blue versions on the Game Boy, and in their final, in their latest installation, the Ultramon, Ultra Moon, and Ultra Sun uh, products that came out uh, last year uh, in the fall. Um, so, what is a hope about Pokemon RPG on the Switch? My hope is that it will be a blue, yellow. Blue, red, yellow remake with a lot of the elements of Sun and Moon that we really liked. Now, does does it have to be a remake in the sense of like you're playing red and you're battling blue and you know like it doesn't have to be a remake in that sense. But I want it to be. I want to be able to go to Kanto. I don't care. I, I would love to go to the other regions. That's great. What I what I don't want this game to be is for it to be a pseudo sequel to Ultra Mon- Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun. Sorry, I have a hard time saying Ultra Moon, um, because I felt like those sequels were not. They were first of all they weren't sequels. They were glorified expansions, uh, basically a way to resell you the game. What I really want is my hope is that this game is is either a true true sequel to Sun and Moon that you know not only allows you to go through Sun and Moon, but you can also then go to Kanto and battle the gyms there, or basically starting from the beginning and and saying, hey, we're going to do red, blue, yellow, and you're going to be able to go through Kanto, and then the next iteration of the game will be gold and silver and whatever the yellow version of gold and silver was. My fear with Pokemon Switch on RPG, Pokemon RPG on the Switch, is that it will be something weird. 
like Pokemon Go or something just bad, like please don't let it be like a mystery dungeon because I will be that I don't if I am Nintendo right now, I I don't know they're not always really good at picking up the vibe of the community. No one wants anything except for a Pokemon RPG a la, you know, red, blue, yellow, sun, moon. No one wants anything outside of that. That's what people want. That's what people want on the Switch. Don't mess with us. Don't screw around with the fans. Don't make something that we didn't want and we didn't ask for. Give us what we want because you know, Nintendo, that that's going to sell truckloads and truckloads of copies. So once again, that is my hopes and fears for Pokemon RPG on the Switch going into E3. Uh, And another fear that I have about that is that we won't see anything about it because there's a good chance that Nintendo has told us everything they want to tell us about that and uh, they don't have anything else to show us, which will be really disappointing, but that is a legit fear to have. Uh, Moving on to the next one, Splinter Cell 2018-2019. What is our hope? Our hope is that it's more like Blacklist. Blacklist was a great game. It offered a pretty awesome horde mode or firefight mode, whatever you want to call it. I forget what it was called. It had a great immersive missions. They were long. They were challenging. They offered that you could do them in assault style, in a covert, uh, covert style, or like a mix of the two. Uh, it was a great, Blacklist was a great game. If you it, it came out near the end of the 360 era, and it was just a fantastic game. Uh, my fear is that we won't hear anything about Splinter Cell. Or that the game will be more like a Conviction, uh, which would be a real bummer. Conviction did not feel like a Splinter Cell game at all. Conviction felt very unpolished. It was weird. It was it was Sam Fisher angry, running around, searching. I think they kidnapped his daughter or something. It was just a weird game. It was just not... It wasn't a classic Splinter Cell. We want something that looks more like Blacklist. Blacklist was a great game. Let's go back to that. Uh, Halo 6, my hope is that we'll see a multiplayer reveal. Uh, Honestly, I do not believe we're going to see a story trailer for Halo 6. I think we're going to see a multiplayer reveal uh, that shows us all these great great game modes that they're developing, that shows us the graphics, they show us all these great technology that they've been working on for Halo 6. But I doubt we'll see a, a story reveal anytime this year. To me, this game is going to come out in 2019, and we will start seeing the marketing, the marketing campaign for that game six months ahead of the release. So if this game comes out in spring of 2019, which is a, ho- it's a possibility, uh, to be honest, like I, I think Microsoft has to do some deep thinking whether they want to release in the fall uh, they, I mean, Halo could be a great hit in the spring. I mean, there's not that much stuff that comes out in the spring. Um, so, but anyway, I would love to see a multiplayer reveal. That's my hope. Uh, and an, an extreme hope is to see an ODST spinoff. There's a new Halo ODST novel coming out this summer. It's called Halo, uh, ODST uh, Bad Blood. Uh, so it's called Halo Bad Blood, and it's a novel about uh, uh, Sergeant Buck's ODST team. Uh, he, Sergeant Buck was one of the characters. is a Nathan Fillion character in uh, Halo 5 and Halo 3 ODST. I would love to see a sequel ODST game that was open world. It was, you know, kind of like you exploring this open world, open city, or maybe an open colony. I don't know. I would love to, I would love to see something like that. Um, that is obviously an extreme hope. More likely, we're going to see a multiplayer reveal. That would be great. My fear is that this game is coming out this fall. 
because I don't think we're ready for a Halo 6 this fall. We're ready in the sense that we're waiting for it and we're excited for Halo 6. We're not, as in the industry is not ready for Halo 6 this fall. There's a lot of big announcements already for this fall. There's Anthem in the horizon, uh, The Division 2 in the horizon, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Battlefield 5. To me, this game serves a better purpose releasing next year with Gears of War 5 releasing the year after that in 2020 or maybe the spring after that in uh in 2020 uh moving on to starfield uh, bethesda's new ip um we don't know that much about it and that's okay um honestly this was part of that walmart canada uh quote unquote uh uh leak we don't know how much of that was planned or not maybe bethesda just went along with it in a really professional way uh our hope for starfield is that it will be a deep lore action rpg i really don't want to see a fallout in space i don't think that's what people want um we have I mean, I guess if if it, if it has to fall somewhere between that and be in a in a Wolfenstein, I would rather be a Fallout in space. Uh, it just feels to me like Fallout is already too sci-fi-ish. It, it it leans towards sci-fi. I think it is a sci-fi, and in a Starfield Fallout, a, a sci-fi, a Fallout in space would just I think it would overlap too much with Fallout. I would rather see uh, a deep lore action RPG that leans towards like a Mass Effect. Uh, or, or or something along those lines. My fear is that this will be either a that is that this will be like a space set Wolfenstein, uh, sort of like a Metroid or a Halo. I don't think that's Bethesda's. I don't think that's what they're gonna do. But that once again, that is my fear. I don't want it to be another Wolfenstein because to be honest, I know a lot of people love that game, and I know people that really love that game. And my respect to you, that's awesome. I did not enjoy that game i thought it was very one-dimensional the entire time all i was doing was moving forward and shooting dudes and that was just not exciting to me um it didn't have the 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 it didn't have the 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 physical dynamics of a halo uh it didn't have the multiplayer of a halo so it was basically just like a shooter like a uh kind of like a shooting gallery uh i don't want starfield to be that i want it to be a deep story that expands throughout multiple iterations um all right so along those same lines we have i don't know those same line we have cyberpunk 2077 by cd project i have very high hopes for this game because it looks amazing and cd project gave us the witcher and if they apply that same kind of dedication and story development and game development and depth of like story and and and, and lore and 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 just beauty, like, you know, cinematic gaming beauty to Cyberpunk 2077, which it seems like that is the direction that the game is heading because of the trailer, then then we have nothing to fear. Uh, my hope is that this will be the Mass Effect usurper. And I'm not, I'm not using usurper in a negative way. I'm using it in a positive way. A Mass Effect kind of has fallen off its moment, its place of, of glory with Mass Effect uh, Andromeda. And Cyberpunk 2077 is, 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 in, is in a prime location to be that you know, um, deep lore uh, action RPG that combines incredible storytelling with incredible uh, uh, gaming uh, uh, display of, of gaming technology and, and just and just a lot of fun. Um, I am not. I guess what I why, what I end up describing sounds a bit like an Assassin's Creed uh, sci-fi, like a cyberpunk, like a Blade Runner meets Assassin's Creed. I'm not completely opposed to that. 
um, as long as it's you know well done. Uh, I think there's room for that right now. Um, it may actually look something like Star Wars 1313, that game that was canceled from LucasArts. Who knows? I think this game is going to be great. Uh, my fears uh, my fears is that they will be super delayed because I think uh, going into uh, a season where Anthem is in the horizon and The Division 2 is in the horizon and Halo 6 is in the horizon, I would hate to see Cyberpunk 2077 get crushed by a larger uh, AAA game that has uh, more cred, more street cred with the fans. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited. The game that I want to find out the most about is probably Cyberpunk 2077. Is up there with the Pokemon RPG and Halo 6. Uh, Anthem. Anthem, uh, hope is that we get good news and that we get a story trailer. I have very low expectations for this. I just want good news and a story trailer. My fear is that we get no news because I think at this point on Anthem, silence silence on the game would be the worst thing for the game to go through the entirety of e3 and get nothing on anthem would be terrible uh because it would just lead us to think the worst about this game um yeah i think i think that the the best thing that can happen is to get some good news to get some gameplay to get maybe even a story trailer it doesn't have to be an engine. Just give us a story trailer that gets us excited about the game, that gives us an idea of where the story is at, and then move on. Uh, the worst thing is for there to be absolutely nothing. I doubt that E3 will give us nothing. Uh, sorry, I doubt that EA will give us nothing, but that would be the worst thing that could happen because it would just confirm a lot of people's fears that the game is in a really bad spot. Uh, and my last hope and fear is my hope is that Rainbow Six Siege give my this is like an this is beyond a hope this is a dream. My dream is that Rainbow Six Siege gives us some uh, more story driven campaign uh, con- uh, content just like Outbreak. But you know, like I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, we probably won't see they're they're focusing a lot on the DLC and the operators, so I doubt we'll see anything like Outbreak for the next year or so. Those are my hopes and fears for E3 2018. Uh, two weeks out, two weekends out from, from, from the, the first conferences. Uh, once again, if you have if you want full content on E3 predictions, go over to psbg.blog and their podcast uh, on E3. To follow me, follow me on Twitter at Show. Uh, if you want to play with me on Xbox, uh, you can find me under the gamer tag Lobo-Rican. Thank you for tuning in for the first episode of the Pixel Melee Show. Please subscribe on iTunes and stay tuned for more great content from your host, Lobo Recon.